Hi, this is Steve Durr. We're going to look at Luke chapter 13, starting in verse 1 and going to verse 9 today. About this time, Jesus was informed that Pilate had murdered some people from Galilee as they were offering sacrifices at the temple. Do you think those Galileans were worse sinners than all the other people from Galilee? Jesus asked. Is that why they suffered? Not at all. And you will perish too unless you repent of your sins and turn to God. And what about the 18 people who died when the Tower of Siloam fell on them? Were, were they the worst sinners in Jerusalem? No. And I tell you again that unless you repent, you will perish too. And then Jesus told this story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. And finally he said to his gardener, I've waited three years and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taken up space in the garden. The gardener answered, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year, and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. All right, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem for his final showdown with his accusers, with the great accuser. He's going, and he will be betrayed. He will be arrested. He will be killed. People are already seeking to put him down. And he's walking into a hotbed of trouble because he gets some news from uh, someone who heard what was going on in Jerusalem where Jesus is heading. And he says to Jesus, hey man, this is what happened. And he describes a scene where some Galileans were worshiping God in the temple. And while they were worshiping God in the temple, Pilate, the Roman governor, the Roman ruler in that region, had these worshipers killed. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Pilate made a lot of bad choices. He was not very wise. He was not very respected throughout all of history. Not only from biblical history, but we learn from other uh, histories and historical information that Pilate made a lot of bad judgment calls. And he antagonized the Jews, and it created a lot of problems. So Pilate does this terrible thing of putting to death some Galileans who were worshiping God in the temple. And Jesus says, listen, do you think those Galileans were worse sinners? Is that why that happened to them? And then he goes on to say, listen, what about those eight? Do you remember those 18 guys who died when uh, the Tower of Siloam fell on them? Were they worse sinners because that happened to them? You see, there was this ancient view at the time of Jesus, this, this view in ancient people that somehow you, uh, if something kind of a freak of nature happened to you and you died in that way or something happened that uh, was tragic, you, you somehow probably deserved it, <laughs> you know? Um you know, you you, it, you you had it coming to you, you know. And uh, Jesus says, no, that's not the case at all. These men who had the tower fall on them, freak accident, these, these worshipers, these Galileans, they're sinners, yes, like you and like those around you. They're, they're sinners like those in Galilee. They're sinners like those in Jerusalem. They're sinners just like you. They're not exceptionally you know, sinners, that's why they receive this horrific thing. 
And so Jesus, though, he's trying, trying to drive home a point here. He says, listen, you, you've got to, you're going to have the same thing happen to you. You're going to die in the same way. You're going to perish in the same way if you do not repent. Now, what does the word repent mean? To repent means to turn around. It means to do a 180. It means to change direction. Change the way you're thinking. Change the way you're acting. Change your attitude. Change your procedures. It's to follow after God's way. And sometimes we can read this passage and think it's primarily talking about you got to repent of your sins and um, you know confess your sins to God, turn in a new direction, turn to Jesus, give your life to Jesus, and you will not perish in eternal death. You will have eternal life with God forever in the new heaven and the new earth, you know. And certainly that is 100% um, true and important and vital. And yet I, I think that Jesus here is speaking to some immediate history, though, too. You see, Jesus is saying to his followers and to those listening, you need to turn around from your nationalistic tendencies your desire to go to war with oppressive Rome. Rome, yes, they're a great evil. Pilate, the governor, is a great evil. And yet, at the same time, do not take up the sword against them. Do not continue to proceed to think that the Messiah has come to bring a sword and to bring war and to set this land right by fighting, by violence, by this, you know, casting out Rome. This isn't the way of God's kingdom. This isn't the way it's going to go down, no matter what all your expectations are. And so if you decide to go in and battle Pilate and battle Rome, and you don't turn around from that way of thinking and that way of pursuing your freedom and your peace, then you, like those men from Galilee, will die at the edge of the sword of Rome. And if you don't die that way, you'll die when the walls of Jerusalem come tumbling down on you, when Rome comes in and wipes Jerusalem off the map. You see, Jesus had insight into what was to come. Shortly after Jesus' death and resurrection and the good news of Jesus spread, around 70 AD, Rome entered Jerusalem and laid siege to it and eventually tore down the walls of Jerusalem and put people to the sword, and it was a great, horrific slaughter. A great victory for Rome and a tragedy for Israel. Many people lost their lives. And you have to wonder, Jesus here saying, listen, turn around 
turn around from the way you're heading because it's going to lead to destruction. I think the call of Jesus today to us is to turn around, to repent, to turn around from living lives that are not leading to life, not only life eternal with him, but also life right here and now. And so let me ask you, is there anything in your life where you go, you know what, I'm kind of allowing some things to go on in my life that ultimately at the end of the day will take me out, will compromise my character, will be something that damages my reputation or something that is going to hurt people around me. And today's the day to say, you know what, I'm going to turn around from that. I'm going to confess that. I'm going to turn around from that. And I'm going to seek the help I need to, to make that right. And others of us may say, you know what, I want eternal life too. I want life forever with God. And, and today's just a day to say, okay, God, here's my sin. Here's my junk. Forgive me. And now I'm going to turn around from that. I want to live a new way. Help me in that. I want new life. Jesus told this story at the end of this little bit we read about a fig tree, a fig tree that was not bearing fruit. And you get the sense from the story that Jesus is waiting for people to repent and he's not seeing the fruit of repentance. He's not seeing it in action. And yet he's patient. Let's wait one more year. Let's wait and see. God is patient with us, but now is the time to turn around. Will you do it? Will you accept that invitation? Will you follow in his footsteps? And so what is God asking you today to repent of, to turn around from? And will you do it now? Let's pray. Holy Spirit, reveal to us right now wherever we're at, whatever we're doing. Something in our lives, a sin, an issue, a problem, a way of thinking that is not in alignment with you, that will lead to destruction, that will lead to death, that will lead to harm and hurt. And God, reveal that to us. Thank you for your loving kindness that leads us to repentance. And so, we just confess that thing right now and we turn around, we change direction, we make a change. And God, we pray that you would produce that fruit, that, that result, that good thing from that decision, from that new action. And so God, thanks for the invitation to life. And so we turn to you and say yes. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we pray. Amen. Have a great day.